Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This Week in League, a State of Origin 3 shows reuniting Teddy and Moses brings out the Delta variant of hashtag Dogs and Klein. Fox TV airs West Tigers documentary under its original working title, The Human Nophipede. Paul Gallen raises concerns about players maintaining abstinence in a bubble after he couldn't go three rounds his whole career without being completely aimed. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 18 of the 2021 NRL season. All that more this week in Lee. Welcome to episode 416 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I am Glenn. And I'm glad that came back. I it never left. It, 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 it never, never left. left. Yeah. How you going anyway, mate? Mates? Cool. I'm not your fucking mate. Go fuck yourself. Oh, you were right. Up, you were right the first time. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> not your pal, dick face. <laughs> Let's get as many buddy or power references as we can and start people to tick off the list of uh, where they came from. Um, so, welcome, new listeners. Welcome, old listeners. Um, before we get started, do you want? Do we actually want to hit any news this week? We've just we have discovered as we were sort of discussing pre-recording, not a fuck ton of a lot going on. There's some de- there's some developing stories that probably next week we'll be able to talk about. For example, the um, the rugby league World Cup. Is like an hour ago or you know an hour and a half ago, they're going ahead with it, and there's been some friction and hesitation from the NRL side about supporting it and sending over a team, uh, yeah, for Australia. Um, but the the organisers there, they seem like they're they're, they're pretty switched on. They're like, look, you know, we don't have all the answers yet, but we're yeah, we're going to make it work, and it's you know. We don't know what's going to happen yet, but with Australia, but I mean, yeah, there's provisions. They've got powers to assemble an Australian team together <laughs> from like Super League players and shit like that. If the, if, if the NRL wants to try and uh, you know, could you imagine out? some of the luminaries oh, that would pull that? on the green and gold jersey if they uh, had to select from strictly from Super League players? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be tough for. It's it's going to be tough for the for the Australian based players, um, just from a timing perspective, because you know they're going to have to do like a you know a couple of weeks quarantine sort of thing before they, yeah. You know, so so it is going to be sort of tight on the on the schedules and everything, but it's, it's it's doable and I think it'll all happen. But it's good that they've just sort of put their you know their their flag in the planted their flag and said, look, this is happening. If the you know if 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 soccer can you know run the Euros. And if and if you know Japan can run the Olympics and everything, there's no fucking reason why mm. the Rugby League World Cup can't proceed. So, uh, more on that when it's all sort of decided. That's literally just mm. been stamped about an hour ago, though. So, um, otherwise, I think news-wise, just to to play dickhead's advocate though, yeah, 
I understand the NRL being hesitant. And I love the international game and I love cheering on the kangaroos. But you've got to remember the NRL are the, the competition here. They're not the international game. Yeah, 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 of course. You know, the NRL are worried about next year's broadcast rights, any sort of biosecurity measures they're going to have to get involved in, the the wear and tear on players' body and, and injuries, etc. cetera. Uh, yeah, they've, they've already had to take a haircut based on COVID last year. So I understand them being dubious about going, hey, um, travel internationally during a global pandemic that's realistically only controlled up until this point with border closures. I agree so, with you. I, I agree with you, but... <clears throat> unpopular opinion. I don't think the fucking Olympics should be going on. I, I, I agree with that too. They're not even having fans. Yeah. Know, and uh, they're, not having, they're not having spectators yeah. anymore. They sort of pulled them out about yeah. uh, three or four days ago. Um, yeah, which it's crazy, but you know, look, we could go down a whole other fucking rabbit hole of should the Olympics even exist, <laughs> honestly, because how fucking dare um, you? Oh, fuck yourself. I would, I would honestly, like, I, I would look, rather I've tried. If, if you, I want dicks not big if, enough. If, if, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fight. terrible. Oh. Once every four years, people that like track and field who are over the age of nine. What if you only like track? But not yeah. field. Yeah, but they only like it. They only like it to an extent because I mean, if you really loved it, you'd be feeling. You'd, you'd want to be filling all these motherfuckers up to up to their eyeballs with Decker and seeing truly how fast a human being can travel. <laughs> That's it. Well, <laughs> again, here's the thing: if you if you like running races after yes. the age of nine, I'm sorry, you got serious fucking issues there. <laughs> and like, if like, if a guy can, I don't like, like participating a, in them. What's a, what's, a, what's a gold medal? What's a gold medal long jump worth? Like, how 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 far would that, how far is that? What's the record? Do you know? Glenn will know. You don't care. You don't care, Jay. Like, like and, me, and what what the fuck's long jump anyway? That's less skilled than a fucking egg and spoon race. It was the sport invented to see who the kid the kid who got to the fucking who got to the Tonka truck in the sandpit first did fucking yeah, recess. Exactly. That's what it, that's what it came down oh, to. Exactly. Oh, fuck me dead. <laughs> so but yeah, I mean oh, like, but I mean I wanna see eight point nine five meters. Okay, so it's nine meters. I wanna see a guy jump fucking I, I mean, I wanna see a guy jump twelve meters. Hmm. Get on the gear. Let's see what a human yeah. Let's see what humans can really do. I want to see how high jump, how high someone can really jump. Yeah. What about javelin on like full steroid? Like some kind in the crowd, he gets speared through the forehead in the in the nosebleed section. No, here's and, the thing, and I see no problem with that. I want, I want X Games Olympics. Yes, yes. I want Same. long jump. I want long jump, but it's not on sand. It's on bitumen. Was on lava, and so you, it's actually incentivised you to get over the pit. Yeah, that's it. I want, I want long jump. The world record the, suicide. The pit, the pit is exactly eight point nine five meters long, full of lava, incentivising people to break the world record. I want javelin this week. Where you've got to put cunts give opinions on the Olympics. Well, you've got to put everyone who's competing on a football field. They've all blindfolded. They've all got to spin around ten times and then yeet it. That's the javelin I want to see. All or, at the same time. Or you run javelin as one. You run javelin, discus, and hammer throw as the three last events on the track and field calendar. What happens in the previous events, like all the you know 100, 200, 400, etc. If you don't finish on the podium and get a medal, 
then you take you become part of the gallery on the field. So that are then that are then there to be hit by javelins, hammer throws, and discuses. <laughs> because <laughs> and you don't get a score just for distance; you get a score for how many people you fucking take out. And like, if you take out a French person, it's double points. <laughs> <laughs> you get automatic gold medal if you hit a French person first. <laughs> so just on like, to come full circle. I think we're being too hard on David Nofaluma. I think he's he's got aspirations not only to play Origin because he, he he deserves it, but I think he also feels that he deserves a gold medal in the long jump. And every fucking Sunday afternoon, he does about nine meters jumping from the sideline, nine meters in field, <laughs> which is approximately six meters away from his opposition winger. <laughs> yeah, the thing I like about that the best is the fact that you said it. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking converted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm converted. When he started throwing his fucking teammates under the bus, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can dig it. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm all for it. And I think the X Olympics are a big. Uh, I think the the X Olympics Olympics are a a concept that we should trademark yeah. immediately and by the domain name. As a positive, um, yeah, similar to what's happening in the NBA at the moment. If Australia is not there, that might actually be a positive for the Rugby League World Cup. You know, it, if if England and New Zealand are there, you would still assume that they would be the finalists. Surely, but surely Samoa's got to be fucking. I was going to say, given well, some of the Tonga. beatings mm-hmm. that um, that New Zealand's taken recently and England, that opens it up in a fucking big way for some of, of those that used to be considered developing nations mm-hmm. and are now on equal pegging with the big boys. So. Yeah, if Australia, I, I'd prefer Australia not to compete rather than field a fucking team of has-beens. Oh, or, a team of exiles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I would agree with that. But, I mean, by far, you know, my, my first, you know, I want Australia to actually send over a proper team. And this year, you know, because we don't have that weird, you know, the weird late finishing competition and postseason origin and stuff like that, people aren't, you know, we're not finishing games a week before Christmas. Yep. You know, so... So we can actually hope, you know, hopefully send over, and it's, it'll essentially just be the New South Wales Origin team. Yeah, minus minus anyone who's uh, not fit. Yeah, basically, that's it. Um, <clears throat> which will probably make it, which which will probably make it convenient for fucking daily because you know Cleary won't Cleary won't be going. He'll need surgery. Yeah, he's he's because he, he, he's he's needling up to defer surgery, and he'll definitely have it yeah. at the close of the season. Um, so Ben um, Ben Hunt will probably be the seven. Luai will be Luai should be okay to get in there, but I mean then you've got Munster as well. I mean he'll go in the squad. I think they're sending over Luai. Is Luai Luai won't play for Australia? Just, he'll play for Samoa, won't he? Yeah, is he Samoa or Tom? So he's Samoa, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But then Mal was in his ear. But then there's all that other fuckery as well, like you know. What's his current 2021 eligibility? Why doesn't yeah, fucking well. Meninga just fuck off? Like, the best yeah. thing about the international game over the last several years has been the emergence and the strength of, of Tonga and, Tonga. Sa- and Samoa. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Was- yeah, 100%. <clears throat> well, I don't think, I don't, I, you know, I, 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 would, I dare say Samoa hasn't been strength or, or emerged much. Tonga, however, been a fucking mm. revelation. That yeah. That is, yeah, true. Definitely yeah. the stronger yeah. of the two. But um, just on uh, this week in, in basketball, um, have you noticed, and and referencing people throwing their fucking teammates under the bus, but in this case, I'm all for it. Have you seen the, the passive-aggressive um, Instagram activities of 
the NBA guys that are playing for the Boomers <laughs> in regards to, <laughs> you know, doing it with my brothers, green and gold for life, all this sort of stuff, like real veiled sort of shit at Yeah, Simmons. but I don't know how veiled it is either. I think they're, I think they're about that life. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I, I don't, Paddy I'm sure. is about that life. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a he fucking 100%. legend. I love that guy. I'm, and I'm, I'm sure they understand that it's being seen by certain mm. cowards. Yeah. Um, if it was, and if it was really going to be passive-aggressive, they'd be there mentioning Matisse Stiebel at every fucking given opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing as... Look, you know what? What's the only thing Ben Simmons would bring to the Boomers... Oh, this amazing fucking defensive mindset, you know. Tease is is almost Ben's equal in defence. What yeah. is he now? Two years out of college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm fucking, fuck, he's young. He's fucking best, young. Best Oi. best Australian at the Sixers. Um, with it's a, it's, a, it's a you know, it's just crazy. The Sixers have got the best Australian player and the, and the worst. That's it. On the roster. <laughs> yeah, at the Sixers that is. I mean, cause obviously, yeah. I, fuck, I tell you, I tell you, I, I'm loving how fucking gung ho about it. Or, you know, Patty is. Yeah, yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, and that's great. And I mean, uh, and they, yeah. uh, and look, you know, so, uh, yeah, watching that game the other day against the against the US, and um, yeah, I was proud. I was proud of. The, I was proud of the way that the um the US guys played. And I'm thinking, you know, if they really if they keep at it and get their systems right, you know, in a couple of years they'll have a fair team. <laughs> they might make it. They might actually be, you know, make a go at this basketball thing. And real talk, us being that excited about you know beating that US team the way they yeah. played, that's <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. like Queenslanders being excited about winning last night. Yeah, West Tigers a bit about you know beating Penrith in Origin. Yeah, <laughs> beating it. Origin period. And <laughs> I'm trying to segue into the Origin review, you cunts. Yeah, and um, well, I mean, you know what you say to boil it down to two words that have become you know legendary this this season. It's all about illegitimate joy. It really is, and uh, the illegitimate joy we're feeling, <laughs> the you know, supporting the Boomers, you know, beating the the, the uh, United States in basketball, and the Queenslanders beating New South Wales in a dead rubber, and uh, Queensland at twenty did defeat New South Wales eighteen uh, at Hope Solo. Um, <clears throat> says the crowd here is I was twenty six thousand three hundred and seven. I went to get tickets for this game. And admittedly, I picked like the, the the New South Wales supporters base. Couldn't get two tickets in there, and then and I was like, oh, that's fucked. And then so I just did the you know best tickets at one price, and they sort of came back at like you know four hundred and sixty bucks or something for like you know diamond, you know whatever. Mm, mm. And then when the game, and I was like, fuck, man, this this must be close to sold out. And then you see the game on TV, and it's like certainly far more than a Titans crowd. Don't get me wrong. But there was plenty. There was more. There was more uh, ice cream salespeople. There were plenty of aqua seats, and then, and you know when it's really when there's really some empty sections when you see the yellow seats. Yeah, and we, like the aqua ones can kind of blend in a little bit to what was probably a predominantly New South Wales fan, yeah, you know, audience. But uh, yeah, the yellow ones they really show you what time it is with the. And they were in like what I would consider the away supporters base too. So I was like, fuck, I don't know what the fucking ticketing. Uh, anyway, Queensland's 20, tries to uh, Tab Waifado and a double to Ben Hunt. Uh, one conversion to Valentine Holmes, two to Daly Cherry Evans, a penalty goal to Val. New South Wales tries to Latrell, Jack White and Appy Corusau, three conversions to Latrell. And of course he missed the uh, crucial fucking idiotic penalty 50 goal. 50 metre fucking... <clears throat> Whose call was that? 
Teddy's apparently. Or apparently Trell said, I can kick it, and Teddy backed him. Yeah. Look, I, from a team unity perspective, I appreciate the, the the vote of confidence. But, man, Teddy, I tell you, that fucking guy. You're off him. I'm not off him. Like, if I was, uh, I said this to some guys last night, but, I mean, like, if I'm an employer, if I'm HR, <laughs> I am fucking terminating Mitchell Moses immediately. I'm terminating Jack Whiten immediately, and I'm giving a, a written warning to Teddy. Getting his first, he's getting his first written warning. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> I just, I just feel like we'll get into like all the you know the nuts and bolts and everything like that. But it, it just you, when you've got halves that aren't familiar with the the system and aren't as good as the incumbents that they replaced, you know, via injury. I just don't think Teddy gave him gave him the help. Like he basically started hogging it more and doing what we've seen him do with East this year. Because they've got everyone out fucking injured, and he needs to take up this massive, yeah. you know, responsibility. Yeah. Every fucking time the ball got like slightly to the left or the right of the ruck, Teddy's fucking ends up with it, and then he sort of does that. He sort of stops and puts his hand out and pushes off, and then goes back around and and just dies. Like there's just no momentum in it. Nothing happens, and just yeah. and then and it, these halves are struggling enough as it is, and it's just it just fu- it just fucks up the entire attacking structure. And as a result, Latrell, you know, barely got fucking any decent ball. Tommy got mm. fucking none. I mean, the best thing he did was because he went in the middle and you know and and found it. Um, yeah. But we can get into. I'll, I'll let you have your say yeah. first, Glenn. Oh, sorry, you can go if you want to. Well, go. I was going to say just on that note of what Teddy does, it it's fucking great when you've already got a defence thinking that they need to slide, and they're already yeah. moving for Teddy to come back in against the direction of their movement. That's yep. when there's going to be gaps. When someone's just taken a settling hit up. Yep. And, or, yeah, you, you're living where the bulk of the defense is. <clears throat> yep. It, it really did boggle the mind. I, my call after that, I still think Teddy is the best fullback in the game. Not by much. But he's not the captain next year. Oof. I would say yeah, I would say? I would say from my perspective he's the captain. But the the thing is that counts against him is if you don't play him at fullback, where That's do you it. where do you play him? Yeah. Whereas Turbo yeah. has shown yes. that he can be fucking yeah, dominant yeah. dominant with yeah. you know, three on the back or, or one or, or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. I guess for from for Queensland, you know, they Took took advantage to to some extent of the fact that New South Wales, having lost their halves, were severely um, down on on the the level that they were at in the first two games. Um, to the point where it, it they were they were like a different fucking side, clearly. And and every- yeah, and, I, and, I, and I don't want to be just fucking harping on like you know the the half situation, but it's just no, but it's. Like- like Jack Whiten is a fucking he's not run first, he's run only. Yeah. And not only that, he's just so slow to fucking react to any opportunity. I mean, there were times when we had overlaps on the left that would have been tries in games one and two because you fucking send it. Mm-hmm. You know? But Whiten like Whiten, he wouldn't take the kicks to try and get the repeat sets and then it goes out to Latrell and he tries to take a kick and it, then it turns into a clusterfuck and then and then Jack Whiten's offside anyway. And then, the thing you know, is and, though, in in my opinion, up until 
probably this season or this year's Origin series when you you watch the way Luai and Cleary and what they did to that team. Obviously, Trell and Turbo, you know, other guys were involved, but it all, in my opinion, it all revolves around those guys and the energy they bring and, and how the ball moves. Mm. Up until then, Jack Whiten would, in anyone's criteria, historically, since 1980, would be an Origin player. He looked so fucking far removed from the Origin Arena last night. Yeah. That yeah. Because he, he, was last, those... he was last year. Yeah. He has been even in game two when he came yep. on for 15 minutes at the end of the game and is in the centers or something. Yep. Like he, but he, I'm talking his style of play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. You know. You see where I'm coming from. Whereas, yeah, Cleary and Luai, in one, in two games, really together, have changed the way Origin is is fucking played, and and it shows Queensland weren't up anywhere near that standard in the first two games, and you know they they took advantage of of a stroke of luck of the fact that those two blokes weren't there, um, and the fact that Ben Hunt had nine on his back. And I said that before game one that that probably was yeah. going to be the play, and he showed that you know what it, he can bring with his running game. So. It's a question I wanted to ask you, Glenn. And I know we've taken the piss out of a lot of players for for being fucking filthy hype merchants. Do you think Queensland were affected by the Harry Grant hype? I mean, you've you've got Ben Hunt, who has done a job at hooker before for Queensland. He brings those invaluable traits of having a half's mind and a half's mm. passing game and kicking game and puts that in the number nine. So essentially you've got three playmaking options sure. in your spine. Were, were, they, were they the victim of, of hype and... I think not only Grant but also Ponga. Uh, but for speaking about Grant specifically, yeah. um, the fact that Smith hasn't been there and, and Harry Grant you know, has been dubbed, you know, the heir apparent, so to speak, um, that the expectation on him and, and you know, you look at what he did um, and what he's done in the NRL and the, the style of play that he brings, um, he's, he's well suited to the Origin Arena, but you wouldn't say he was tried and tested and proven. Yeah, that's um, But I think, and and you saw last night that, even guys like Munster look around and someone like Ponga's playing with them or Harry Grant, you know, in, in um, certainly from a Melbourne perspective. And even guys like Munster look to those guys and lift. when Like, Munster's yeah. the fucking, in my opinion, if he's not the best player in the game, he's in the top three. Who the, like, mm. why the fuck would he be looking at anyone else to lift? To lift him, like he's the guy that everyone else would be looking at. I would think. Yeah, that's it. You know, um, I think the thing is the Harry Grant thing. You take him out of the equation entirely because the main thing uh, that Ben Hunt had going for him was he's a hundred times better than fucking Andrew McCulloch. Yeah, that was where that. Yeah, that's that's, that's that was where it came. I mean, they actually got decent service. They had a guy that you know, like uh, like uh, you said, with the you know the mentality and the skill set of a, of a half. Um, you know, along with the sort of you know defensive. Yeah, he can handle the defensive load in there, you know, a dummy half and everything. And also, if there's an opportunity to, you know, with, you know, lazy markers or whatever, his yeah. first three or four strides yeah. aren't, aren't the same speed as a dog scooting its ass along the floor. Yeah, true. Exactly. And, exactly. But to, to New South Wales as well, 
like stripping rugby league back to its most basic self. It's the job of the attacking side to make the defence make decisions with the most amount of uncertainty they can. And when you have Luai in there, when he's coming at you in a defensive line, when you're in a defensive line and he's attacking towards you, you know he's fucking lightning fast. Shit, is he going to run? You know he's got a short pass and a long pass. Shit, who's outside him? You know he's got a beautiful short kicking game where he can get it in behind the line, side of the boot, running at an angle so easily. Fuck, is he going to kick? Defensive lines are there, and they're trying to process and guess what the fuck he's going to do so they can react to it. Even if he doesn't run very far, is he going to put footwork on me so I I then make a wrong decision? So it's not even him running past me, it's some other cunt, because I've I've completely fucked my decision. And, And so instead of all of those decisions, last night it became, oh, we just crowd Jack White and we tackle him. Mm. We're just going to crowd Jack Whiten because he's only going to do a fucking short pass to Dale Finucane. And and if he <laughs> kicks, it'll go dead and we'll get seven tackles. Mm. Yeah, and then on the other side of the thing, you get the situations there where Turbo's calling for a fucking contestable kick and there's plenty of grass in between, you know, five metres out from the yeah. uh, from the goal line and Mitchell Moses kicks it and it ends up midfield on about the fucking 25 metres out from the, you know, like... Mm. I'll tell, tell you and one thing, and if he doesn't do that, he cuts it back into the left and just completely starves fucking Turbine Fox yeah. of any ball for the entire fucking game. That's it. One thing this this series has shown me, and and there's been you know lots of players over the years, um, in in both camps, but there's there's players and and Mitchell Moses, in my opinion, was one of those last night. Players that put that jersey on and go, yeah, I'm an Origin player. And it begins and ends there. What what the fuck are you going to do with that, mate? You know, like. Mm. But then you have Luai who puts that jersey on and says, "I'm going to dominate at this level as well." Turbo mm. the same. You know, mm. Teddy. Okay, maybe not as much this series, but in previous years, no, Teddy's still. You know, still, he's, he's still, still fucking good. good. I mean, yeah. Fox and, Fox is another one. Puts a jersey and, on. And again, I'll fucking dominate. Like, you know my position on Luai, but. <laughs> He was he was bent over in front of him, fucking <laughs> just presenting, just absolutely fucking goat seeing myself. But he he was fortunate that his origin debut came with you know Toto there, Cleary there, Isaiah Yo there, Liam Martin on the bench. There was a lot there to make him feel familiar. Cast your mind back to Cleary's origin debut. You remember those series that that it had finished and the, yeah. the only thing you could say about Nathan was oh he didn't shirk his defensive responsibility yeah yeah. you know oh yeah. he, tack- he, he tackled well it was back when all he had was like the midfield bomb yeah like Mitch Moses did nothing to endear himself to say that he's even a suitable understudy mm. to Nathan yeah. at origin level however Nathan's first couple weren't crash hot Mm. No, so, but, but Moses, I mean, you know, even if he killed it, he still wasn't getting another game except through injury. That, yeah. However, I, I would like to see him take that back to Clubland. And if I'm a Parramatta fan, the best case or the only positive case scenario out of this is that he goes, yeah, fuck, I was out of my depth there. Mm. And it's a humbling moment for him that mm. that he really that takes it Mitch as. Moses has got a lot of humbling moments. I don't in think him. that's. I don't think he's got that in his mentality at all. Ever. No, I don't. I don't think he does either. The, the fact yeah. that he's, um, I think he's know, a twenty. I think he's he's you know, 
too good for you know too good I'm for first to light grade. A candle. <laughs> yeah, and that's what you do, mate. I've always said it. But I don't think he's too good for first grade. No, you know what I mean? He's, he's a first grader, but yeah. he's not an origin player. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. This fucking drives me crazy. When you get that injury, like, you know, in the second last tackle before halftime, Valentine Holmes rubs him out of the game. So then what do you do? So you've got you've got fucking Fox who scored a billion tries, club and origin level. Yeah. You've got Turbo who scored a billion tries at club and origin level and dominated the fucking series, best player in the series. Mitchell Moses, at any stage, does not think, huh, maybe... There's an untested defensive combination there. You've got fucking Brimson, who's probably playing the wing for the first time of his life, and then you've got a debut. And there's a haircut who, like Adolf Hitler. Oh, just yeah, or, or like, like Jack, like Hitler fucking cut his own hair, <laughs> and and then you've got fucking Tabuai Fido, who's not a centre, and he's and he's in his debut, and he's untested. Yeah. I mean, and if you couldn't put it, at no point in the game, not once. Could Moses put fucking a Tommy one on one with fucking Hammer? Mm. Not once. Yeah, that's like, it. Fuck me. But let's like the thing you know the the problem with Queensland was the forwards were lazy and completely outmatched. Not not this game they weren't. Yeah. Was this a feature of you know the fact that Ben Hunt's giving better service and you know more of a forward role on than than McCulloch? Yep. Absolutely, I'd say hundred percent yes. That's it. Um, but also. With the exception of maybe Flegler, they just played like you know Tino was back to you know the way Tino's supposed to be. Mm, and, you know, yeah, Fodawaka is as good, you know, is what you expect. Yeah, and they were just like they were just much better. Mm. And then with more room, you know, you can't you know the long kicking of Daly, you fucking was, you know, puts New South Wales back down their own end, and we don't have a long kicker to get us out of the shit. I mean, Mitchell Moses can kick long, but he never found the. Did he find the grass once? No, I'm mm. not sure he did. Another thing uh, last night probably proved um, to me, and I, I know there, w- there would still be Harry Grant to come into the side, but Queensland with a full strength side and, and you know, Ponga one, Munster six, Daly seven, and, you know, probably Harry Grant nine with Ben and Hunt. Not McCulloch, and, and not McCulloch. And not McCulloch. Nine. Yeah, and, and Ben Hunt <laughs> yeah. probably 14, yeah? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and New South Wales with a full-strength side. I don't think it's 50, but I still think New South Wales win comfortably. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think so just, as well. Just the yeah. way, the energy and the speed that they do it. Uh, because, because of the Penrith combination, I, I, I think that they're still... You put both teams' full-strength sides on the park, yep. 100% fit, I still yeah. think New South Wales is at least two tries better. Yeah, and it's the thing is, even even in this game, I mean, were, you know, for a lot of the first half, uh, New South Wales were rolling very fucking easily on the ground, mm. you know, from their ten to sort of you know, you know, to the you know opposition forty in a set, easily. But it's when they were getting down into these positions, they weren't doing, they couldn't do anything with it because their 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 attacking structures were just absolutely mm. fucked out because of the halves switch. I, I was also pretty impressed um, to see. All beaten a dead rubber, but um, in the back end of the game, it's you know seven eight minutes to go, um, and Queensland you know Daly puts a kick down, and you know you've got guys like Welsh and Papali, and just really like swarming and trying to to yeah. lift to to you know bring the victory, or, you know yep. to seal the victory. Um, People have made a lot of comments about, you know, the Queensland spirit and all this. And, and to be honest, that last 
six or seven minutes or certain patches of that last six or seven minutes was the most of that Queensland spirit. There certainly wasn't evident in games one yeah. and two, but, mm. you know, you could see that those guys were, you know, it, it means, it still means something to, to certain guys to, to pull on that jersey, no matter if it's a dead rubber or what. Nice. And on the socials, unless you guys have anything else to say, no. I'm just trying. To th- I'm just trying to think if there's anything any, anything else to say because I don't. I don't want to leave anything. Out. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get people going. Oh, but you didn't fucking talk about this, motherfucker. I haven't got any notes in front of me. I'm just fucking kicking it off the dome. And out of respect, lyrical. out of respect for Nate, neither Glenn or I are going to laugh at the entire state of Queensland still booing Dally Cherry Evans because well, I they mean, finally is- understood the person that he is. Yeah, but did you say it wasn't? It wasn't they were booing him specifically when no, the they teams were booing went him specifically. No, when the teams when he ran got up out to give a speech. Don't no, no, talk over me. When the teams ran out on the field to warm up. <laughs> when the teams ran out on the field to warm up at the start of the game, Queensland were were booed. It was a fucking New South Wales. It was a New South Wales crowd, which was great. Yes, no, but then when he got up to about give his speech after the game, after yeah. the game, when he was the only one on a podium in front of a microphone. Yeah, they said, and, boo and who was in? Dally. And who was in? They and who said, was in? Boo, Dally. And who was in the audience? New South Wales people, because Queensland people were, were being a station because they don't want to watch fucking New South Wales lifting the shield. No, it was Queensland fans. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Titans fans, Queensland we'll, we'll, fans, we'll add can that. All, can all fucking can, they can they can all suck the entirety of his of his fucking asshole because. Uh, you know, he brought them home to the only win they've had this fucking season, single-handedly almost. On, uh, we'll, we'll he scored see four what... points. The margin was two. <laughs> fucking daily FC. <laughs> Lachlan in the Facebook group said, "I reckon the Ponga hype is a bit over the top, but he was a pain for New South Wales tonight. He looked quick. He certainly did." Uh, Warren said, "Teddy ran two hundred and fifty meters on the same three blades of grass." Seriously, he ran so many circles, it was like he was trying to make himself dizzy. Pappenhausen or Nico will be better options next year. How the fuck is Nico Hines an origin player already? Like, just, just you, the, the, you know, there's, there are players who are like of the moment. Do you, no, do you know what Nico The Storm Hines. are fucking beating people by 40 every game at the moment, and he's the, he's the man, you know, that's... You know, largely like a you know, the, yeah. their sort of you know, spark and catalyst do, do, in there. Do you know so what Nico just of the moment. is going to have to do? Leave the storm and not be shit. That's well, what yeah. he's going to have well, to guess do. That's that's 2022, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's got to do it at the Sharks, exactly. I um, think he will, though. I think he's good. I think, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not dropping fucking Teddy like uh, fuck no. out of here. When every when everyone's in their place and every and all the, and, we, and they're all 100. percent Teddy will won't try and overplay his hand. I think he's just completely battle scarred this year from what's happening at Easts. Mm, mm, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Just on um, Jay, if if we were to compile the power rankings, yeah, of uh, of your favorite fucking targets. And I don't want. I don't need a top ten. I'm just interested if there was a top two, would Daly or Noffa be top of the list? Oh, Daly's number one by fucking like not even close. Really? Nah. I feel. Nah. The, I feel. I feel that Noffa is number nah. one. No, no, because deep Noffa's down, Noffa's more me. I like. I, I do hit. I do get Noffa. Deep down, a bit. deep down, I feel Daly has. Daly has um, excuses and challenges that he lives with. Um, well, I love that you're warming up to smash them both in the politest no. way possible. <laughs> um, 
And and I think somewhere like like Dal, I've seen Daly Cherry Evans cry. Like he he at least understands what a fucking disappointment he is to rugby league. You know he gets the gravity of the fucking social vacuum that he is when people are around him, whereas Noffa is willfully ignorant. He's a mental anti-vaxxer <laughs> in that he ignores the science Fuck, I'm sorry, I of asked. his own shitness. You fucking, you did this, guy. I did. I really did. You did this. <laughs> you know? Daly. Daly's a German <laughs> person Christ. in 1950 saying, I know I lived through it. I know I lived through it. And I should have done something. I should have spoken up, but I was scared. I'm a terrible human being, and the death camps were awful. Noff is there demanding to turn the showers on. Because <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. <laughs> you, you, you literally, you, 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 so you, you've literally, Off is Ivan the Terrible, is that a fucking blinker? That's what you're saying. <laughs> What a shame that what a shame that fucking Cleary didn't ch- didn't go back to Penrith because I mean then he's got that whole fucking you know like he just ruined a, a great bit. <laughs> um, now, in the spirit of fairness of voices on our show, we like to um, have a wide cross section of opinions. Do Michael we? in our oh, Facebook group uh, said putting Gutho as right hand ball boy really energised Turbo and the rest <laughs> of our right hand attack. Hashtag the king is real. Hashtag Gutho for PM. Yeah, look in the spirit in the spirit of uh, of you know mending mending bridges and and things that you know I may have slightly you know, <laughs> singed over the last couple of weeks, you know, with with Gutho and Origin and everything. I would just like to say that um, Tommy Turbo could never have got that Wally Lewis medal without the superb orange cutting skills that Gutho brought to the fucking uh, halftime break. It was the vitamin so, uh, C levels that really got him C, <laughs> Vitamin C is the number one nutrient required to get a Wally Lewis fucking medal for player of the series. I thought it was epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the, remo- isn't the, the removal of it, though. I mean, you've got it like... <laughs> And I mean, I know Tommy's been under the knife a bit a few times, but I mean, I don't think he's ready to go to that level yet oh. and actually literally have a piece of his fucking brain. <laughs> uh, Adam said, can I please get my photo taken with the winning State of Origin Shield team? I've played in exactly the same amount of winning State of Origin games as Mitchell Moses and he got to. Uh, Nathan said, in summary, Moses is not Cleary. Gutherson gave everyone AIDS in camp. 94 to 26. <laughs> uh, and it's still the greatest. And despite the, the, you know, the two, one thing and everything, it's still the greatest for and against differential yeah. for a series in history. That's it. Um, our good friend, Batoshi Dakamoto said, Queensland beats New South Wales B by two points. And the carry on is unbelievable. Sad state, but we shouldn't expect more from the faded curtain frauds. I will say I was pretty, I was, I don't know what the, the right word is, but, to see Brimson was, was one. He was yep. like celebrating like he'd just won the fucking premiership. Yep. And well, Titans play, absolute povo mentality. Um, at Rabina. He won a game at Rabina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> what a fucking novelty. What a treat. And uh, Ponga. Ponga was the other one. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, guys, just just dial it down. You won the game. Shake hands. Fuck off. Kick Gutho in the cunt on the way through and uh, be done with it. That's it. Uh, Mup said the greatest trick Bozo ever pulled was convincing the QRL that DCE was a rep player. Uh, um, at DS Smith 232 on Twitter said this reminds me so much of when Queensland won all those series and New South Wales would win game three, giving them hope. Mm-hmm. And fuck me, do you remember that feeling? I know, yeah, we'd, I, yeah. We'd win I was game just going to say, I know, I know that feeling, yeah, very well. Next year's our year. Yeah, yeah. we dominated them in game three. Jay, and- they fucking showed something. And you know, you know how long that would last? They showed us something. Yeah, they're like, until, until game one until the next about, year. First 15 about, minutes of the next year. I was going to say about 12 fucking, minutes into game one. Until <laughs> Greg Inglis fucking, you know, slapped fucking whoever the center was into his dick on the way Both through. To, 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 to passing a fucking, to passing a, yeah. a little fucking alley-oop to Darius to add another try to his fucking impressive total of unimpressive tries. Um, long-time listener Acantio on Twitter with a surprisingly serious tweet. says, uh, Cleary and Luai showing their true worth tonight. They've made a remarkable impact on the 2021 season. Yes, they have. Uh, Catlike7 on Instagram said, New South Wales weren't at the same standard as previous games across the board. Queensland fielded a better team, learned from the first two games, and squeaked home. 3-0 is harder than we think. It is, and I'm fucking glad for that. I'm, I really yeah. am glad that that a clean sweep is special. But I still um, maintain side intact, no problem. 100%. Also, yeah. I'm going to say, here's the other take that we haven't mentioned tonight yet. You drop the fucking South halves in there. Yeah. Same story. Not yep. the same, not maybe, you know, not a massive ass whooping, but I think they would have found that two points. Well, and well, Cody, Cody Walker has all of the positive, you know, early steps running game of Luai yeah. and the passing game. Yeah. So. Menu log could have fucking banged it over from halfway too. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Akadel on Instagram said, thank fuck Ben Hunt got out of the Broncos before they corrupted his mental health to Milford levels and deprived us of that win. <laughs> How's the, co- like, the commentary was so fucking tarded. Like, it was, I, yeah, the only time I ever have to sit through Channel 9 is, is a state of origin, essentially. And my God, they were extra special. Do you, when Ben Hunt scored... His first try, and uh, he'd, he'd made that great tackle and dislodged the ball on Latrell or whoever it was. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, down the other end, he sneaks over and scores a try. And they just start talking. They just start going down memory lane going, oh, remember the 2015 grand final? And they just start talking about fucking all the shit that he, you know, all the shit that he, you know, the drop and the kickoff and everything like that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Why are you fuckheads? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah that's origin all good that's it for the socials alright done okay recap time not recap time fucking preview time um, what some week was in 18? league some week yes. in league <laughs> some week some week in league was it round 18 some round yes. in NRL here, here come all the fucking tin hats saying they already know what the results are it's a rort they're on the inside now. Let They've me got tell the you. results early. Yeah, let me tell you, if that were the case, I would be throwing DGENs down like a motherfucker. No, you wouldn't, because you're smarter than that. 
Well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be throwing DJs down. I would be throwing DJs down. <laughs> yeah. And if you accuse me of being smarter than that, I will slap you. <laughs> yeah. My next door neighbour might have a, a lucrative and successful run. <laughs> um, anyway, the Gold Coast Titans take on the Eels. This one's at Seabus, the 6 p.m. game on Friday. Uh, the Titans lineup. What do we got? Uh, unchanged 17. Uh, at this stage, as far as I can tell, uh, Fodawaika, uh, Big Tino, and Brimson are named to back up. Um, and Dave Fafita will play because his suspension was served. During the Origin game, uh, and then uh, and then they've since trimmed the lineup down to the the uh, nineteen. So Sam Stone, Jaden Campbell, and Mitch Rain are gone. Eels side, uh, Reed Marnie returns uh, at hooker. Joey Lussick drops the reserves. Uh, Paulo and Moses are named to back up from Origin. Uh, since then, what have we got? Okay, we have an update. Paulo won't back up. Moses will. Uh, so Nikore replaces Paulo up front, and Will Smith joins the bench. Um, look. Eels, right? It's the Titans. I'm yeah. The Titans are going to particularly carry anything yeah. particularly jubilant from the state of origin, if anything. I mean, there were huge games played by um, by Mo and Tino. So if anything, I mean... They might I don't be a little bit banged teams, up. I, I don't expect them to be at their best. They're going to be a little bit banged up, and I think that they might be uh, either spending large stints on the sideline just to take care of them a little bit, or they'll just be, you know, not as effective as you'd as you'd think, as you as they ordinarily would be. I mean, yeah, it's an opportunity, I guess, for Dave Fafita to, you know, pick up their pack and put it on his back, but and earn that fucking nine hundred grand. I'd love to see the the culmination of the origin period be be the start of Parramatta's uh, slide, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen this week. <laughs> No, I can't see it happening this week. Okay. So, do you have any thoughts on that one there? No, Jay? nothing that you guys haven't gone on. All right. Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Dragons. Uh, it's a late game at Seabus. Hoping to get down with that. Hopefully, fucking Queen Anna doesn't like lock us down over, <laughs> overnight. I know we're close. I think we're heading for a lockdown. But, um, yeah. Well, I mean, there was a couple of motherfuckers that we'll talk about off the air. Um, but uh, Manly side, okay, so uh, Tommy is going to be rested, you know, from what I'm told. Uh, Cherry will back up. Schuster returns uh, in the back row, and uh, I think that looks, just looking at the lineup, that looks about, that's about what it is. Uh, Dragon side, okay, so Matt Dufty, um, Terrell Fuimaono and Kate Ellis, they're three players who were in the barbecue 12, um, so they're they're being taking a suspension this week. Uh, Paul Vaughan got flicked from the Dragons, of course. So that's four guys there down. Um, so Sloan moves to fullback, DeBellin to prop, and uh, Jackson Ford to lock, and uh, Hunt and Sims are named to back up from Origin. And uh, then they've got. A, I didn't. I, I hadn't heard about this. It, uh, someone actually took them up on their fucking offer of uh, loans and shit. So Jermaine Tanua Brown is on loan for the Warriors, and he joins the bench. Wow. And good on the Warriors for being, you know, happy to return the favour. Mm. Yeah, year. but at the same time, fuck them for like you know, like I everyone. I mean, Manly gave you know, Manly Manly gave a player uh, to the Warriors, and that was great. And I think those guys sacrificed so much to keep the season running as a full complement of teams. And I have you know, we've already spoken about ad nauseum last year, but with that most respect and gratitude to what they did. The Dragons though, they made their fucking bed. Fuck yeah. these cunts. 
That's it. Yep. Don't give them shit. Fuck them. If they, have to, if they have to forfeit, fucking forfeit. That's it. Like, fuck, like, I, I cannot stress enough how much to fuck these guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> give them the surprise anal, give them the fucking full treatment. Look, um, to be honest, the only thing worse than the Dragons is their fan base. And the only thing worse than the Dragons fan base is the playing group. And the only thing worse than the Dragons playing group is the fucking hiding that they're going to get in this game. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think it'll be a close game. Fuck off, mate. Dragons, Dragons season's on the line. They've, they haven't had a season. They don't have a season. They've lost twice to the Tigers. They mm. put paid to any hopes of a season that they may yeah, have. Yeah, I, I, I think this game's more of a risk to to Manly. You know, you've got all, all of the ingredients here for coming in and taking their opponents a little bit lightly. It's just it just be just playing just a, just playing flat because they've still got a, yeah. a, a, a number of guys out through injury, and it's become abundantly fucking apparent that Desi doesn't really give a fuck about this period. I think he's treating these games as as nice to haves rather than must wins, and you can see that there are players that are being rested longer than they need, like you know, being kept for an extra week and like extra cautious. And then I think next week is when the when he's he sort of got it penciled in as when, you know, season's on, everyone's back, and then it's like the charge to just fucking finish off the season strong and, you know, whatever. But um as when a fan, I want to win every week. Thir- when you're in front by thirty in this game. Send me a Texa. Send me a Texa, put no. it on OHP, fucking take a picture, don't give a fuck. If they up by thirty, great. Tell me I was right. Exactly. And you'd be fucking happy t- about it. I'll tell you if you're... Hey, I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong, man. Gladly. It's never Gladly. happened. It's never happened. Gladly, Glenny. Oh, ridiculous. I do it every week on this show. Um, Yeah, but yeah, you know, I still expect Manly to win. All they needed last week to beat the Raiders was just halves. <laughs> and and they've got their, uh, their fucking uh, superstar, probably second best player in, in the entire series after Tommy back in the side. In daily. And uh, yeah, they should wow. go on with it. The uh, Cowboys take on the Roosters up there at the abattoir so beautifully fucking realized after the state of origin game one, when it became an abattoir for uh state of origin, the Cowboys side. Okay. So how the fuck is here. Valentine Holmes in the side? He, 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 Valentine Holmes is not, he, he will not be backing up. No way. Right. I didn't well, see what the prognosis was on his injury. Man, but I do. Yeah, you do. Oh, I don't. <laughs> you're, not, you're not just being clever. You actually, you actually do. This, this weekend, that's how I did mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck the, the, the bush doctor speaks. Shoulder injuries. They're fucked. <laughs> he's fucked. <laughs> Official diagnosis, um, he's fucked. Yeah, so look, I would expect I expect Molo and uh, Tabawai Fado to, to back up though. Um, so I'm not sure. I don't have an updated list on who they, who they would run at fullback in uh, probably Hammer, yeah, or... Um, the Rooster side, okay, what do we got here? So Tedesco and Crichton, I can imagine that they'll be fine to return from origin duty. Billy Smith drops the reserves. Manu back to centre. Um, Lou moves to accommodate Crichton. And uh, SST is out. And um, Fletcher Baker on the bench. So um, do you see that thing on Instagram from SST? Were we, did we talk about it on Sunday? Yeah, we did that fucking like anti vaxxer rally. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. And and I was sort of joking, saying, "Well, you know, that yeah, he's like, yeah, we'll all be, you know, we're yeah, you know, we'll all be there or whatever." And they're like, yeah, well, you're not going to be there because you're going to be in Queensland in a fucking bubble. Um, perhaps not. 
perhaps he isn't after all. Maybe he's going to the fucking uh, the you know, so he's looking for an autograph. Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, look, Rooster's right. Surely, yeah, yeah I, I think yep. Rooster's comfortably. I mean, you look at their you look at their outside backs now, and just like fucking, you go, that's a Rooster's looking back line now. You know what I mean? When you get when you get Marnie yes, back in the centre where it. he belongs, and yeah, Teddy's back there. Um, still that 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 uh, you know the inexperience and the and the the vulnerability in the halves there. But I don't. I don't. Think Cowboys are good enough to to do much with that. I mean, they've only you know they could they could send you know Frank Molo at them and you know kill them maybe. But that's who, about the only chance. Of... Who also had a very good Origin game. He was pretty good in his yes, starting. He was very good. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, killed it as we say. Um, look, Roosters. I can't see. I can't see a path to victory for the Cowboys. Mm. Correct. Uh, the Raiders take on the Sharkies at Seabus uh, on Saturday. The Raiders side. So Whiten and and uh, fucking what did Rabs call <laughs> Papa Lee last night? It was like fucking. Like, I think he said like a uh, you know, Papa Lee. E, it was like it's just like oh, <laughs> such oh, that kind is so he's so demented now. Look, fatty, like, fatty called him Papali last night. Yeah, so is that weird. like a proper? Like, is that like a pronoun now? He's not allowed to be called Papali anymore. He's he's officially come out and said it's Papali. Yeah, I mean, if you play if you play, so this is how my name is. That's, that's that, what you do. Yeah, yeah. You say you say what their name the way it is. Yeah, 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 yeah I get, I get it, I get it. Uh, look, Whiten should be Whiten should be fine to be back as well. Um, okay, so Elliot Whitehead's out with a head laceration, shoulder injury. Matt Frawley uh, will make way for Whiten. Dynamis Louis got a calf injury; he's out. Uh, so it's fairly inexperienced looking back line there from the Raiders. The Sharkies side unchanged from their win last Sunday. Untroubled by state of origin representative requirements, Any, with the exception say- of. With the exception of uh, of of, uh, of the Moot, who has you know fractured hopes and dreams from the Origin series, but that's about the end of it. He'll still take his place on the wing. Um, this is a tough one to call. I'm going to say it is. I'm going to say Raiders, but um, I, I think it'll be a close game. I'm going to say Sharks because they they're an uninterrupted lineup. I don't think the Raiders are. I don't think the Raiders are good at all. I don't think that I. I don't think last week was a turning maybe point for Maybe I just like feel that. like the Raiders should be better than the Sharks, or they've done. Yeah, fuck oh, all look, to you show look on, That's the case. You look on paper and you th- and you're like, how are they a team that's in trouble? And, and Sharks are dollar seventy four favorites. So what the fuck do I? Yeah. Sharks lost to the Broncos though too. So look, mm. you know, you could very well turn out to be correct. I think I'd go Sharks though. Jay. I look. The Sharks have surprised me a couple of times this year, mm. and I think up against a side like the Raiders, where their best player, the, like by far their best players, are backing up. Yeah, I think I think there's the opportunity for the Sharks to have an upset here. So I'm going to go the Sharks. And uh, and Aaron Wood playing for a uh, lucrative Eels contract as well. Is it the Eels now? Allegedly. Mm. Broncos well, have cooled off because they were looking at someone else. Who were the Broncos looking at? I forget. I forget. The Broncos, I did see that the Broncos have um, have uh, put a line through Josh Hodgson 
and they're extending and throwing extra responsibility onto fucking Turpin. Well, they've given him a year. So, yeah. Well, look, creatively, I think you lack, like, Turpin lacks, but can't deny the guy's fucking heart and defensive application, <laughs> which is more more than can be said for many of his teammates. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, maybe it's just easy to look good in the Broncos lineup in uh, the year of our mm. Lord 2021. Yeah, mm. and if everyone else is missing plenty, there's probably an opportunity to make 46, 47 tackles a game. Yeah. The uh, Storm take on the Knights at Seabus uh, Saturday night. I'm disappointed that they haven't uh, thrown any games up at um, Kiwana there, especially given their base to cut, you know, like four yeah. of the teams up there. And and given that it's not like a stretch to use that ground, it's because they've used it for you know storm games mm. this year already. Yeah, um, it would seem fairly logical. Yeah. to use it, wouldn't it? Yeah, but no, they're just going to jam them all down in Seabus. So no. we'll see how good the surface is because yeah. it's got about five games this weekend, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, nice. What does it normally have on it when when there's no league being played on it? What do they yeah. do there? Aquana or yeah, Seabus? Did... Aquana, nothing. Yeah, okay. Nothing. They did the, like the sun, the sunny coast Falcons play out of there. Yep. And other than that, I wouldn't be a lot. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. Okay. And look, maybe maybe they feel it's not up to a triple header because you know let's put three all Saturday games on at the one venue or something. Maybe it's not up to that. You certainly crowd wise capacity, it's not, and that's why you know you would you'd look at you know C bus which can hold what high thirties I think when it's full full. Yep. Um, and then yeah, obviously some club you know, can hold like 55 or whatever. Um, maybe it's just that. Maybe they think, well, you know, look, we could put a game there, but, you know, like a triple header or a double header, we could jam more into these other grounds and make more, money. more money and whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, Storm take on the Knights at Seabus. Uh, Storm side. No Pappenhausen, no Harry Grant. Uh, all the Origin guys are named. I don't think any of them were injured really. Did anything come out of... Um, Fox getting smashed in the back before halftime? No. He seemed all right in the second half, didn't he? Look, he, he's going to be fucking sore. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, Knight's side. Okay, uh, Saifidi and uh, Frizzell are back. Barnett moves to lock. Sue drops out. Ponga is uh, named to back up, and I can't imagine any reason why he wouldn't. And uh, I don't think it's going to help me either way, though. Mm, $6.50. Uh, yeah. outsiders, the Knights, head-to-head. Head. The and Knights are feeling pretty good about themselves with the return of Ponga, but I think there's some home truths that are about to be revealed to them. Such as? What are these home truths? That they ain't there yet, and that the Storm, <laughs> being one of the benchmarks, are going to show them just where the fucking line is that yeah, the, the team should aspire towards. Yeah. And Reaching. the Knights can look, if they've got good eyes, can look all the way up to that line. Is there a fucking long way from it? Well, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Can, you know, can their, their you know, reconstructed spine with the burgeoning relationship between Pierce and Clifford, the return, you know, return from injury from Ponga? Mm. I don't know. I don't give them much hope of winning this game. Is there a timeline on Pappenhausen or is it just... No, he's kind of got the. I wouldn't say the Boyd coordinates, but it's. It was I saw, bad. Actually, I saw. I it saw them bad. tweet something. Mm. It, it, it's. 
And like, I don't think it was as bad. I don't think they thought it was as bad at the time, but it's just one of those ones where the symptoms haven't subsided on the timeline that they thought. And so the way the game is these days, you know, teams are extra cautious about that sort of thing. And you know, so they're, they're playing. It's still so. a fucking long time that he's yeah. been. Yeah, out. it is. I saw a, a tweet from the club uh, yesterday, the day before, that kind of alluded to him. Yeah, you know, he was. You know, him training. A bit more solidly with them, mm. and perhaps, and perhaps a, just a, an indication that he's not as far away. But the now, the, but the worrying yeah. thing is though now the science is showing, and you know, we, we've had a, an example of it within our own listenership. Um, yeah, I, I won't go too too far into it, but you remember there was somebody posted a, a very very personal and, and tragic story about a child of theirs that had a condition. Um. But you know, essentially made it easier for them to sustain head injuries. Yeah. And now they're discovering that just as different people have different, you know, dimensions and and ratios on on parts of their body, other people have have more or less space between their brain and and the skull, and or more fluid or less fluid, or, or the viscosity yeah, okay. of the fluids different. Just changes the susceptibility. And the- and and that's it. So. Yeah, you, you look at those situations. There was one one recently where where there was somebody, Monica Christian Welsh knocked heads with Brian Toto, mm. and and Welsh couldn't stand up again, um, and needed to go for an HIA. Yeah, and Toto was fine. And and Toto was fine. Now there's a whole bunch of things that go into that. There's the physics of the collision and whereabouts on the head and the position and how much impact the neck took and and all of these things. But there are also physiological things now. Whereas what could be an innocuous hit on somebody that might give them a headache can be months and months and months of trauma for somebody else. Yeah. And that'll be fucking sad if it comes back and Pappenhausen, it's just one of those, hey, unfortunately, this is how your body works. Yeah. 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 You know? Um, and and I, I hope it's not so because he's got a lot of years of outstanding football in front of him. Uh, but, yeah, God, it's scary to think about what it could be. Yeah, storm by forty. The uh, Warriors taking on the Penny Panthers at Suncorp on Sunday afternoon. Part of a double header. Look, does it fucking matter? I mean, why are we even talking? The Warriors. About it? Yeah. Well, no. Look, the Warriors. Uh, sorry, the the, you know, the Panthers are missing some players. You're going to get Dylan Edwards back at fullback, so that'll push Staines to the wing. That's a fucking net gain for the club. Yep. Naden will still be in there in centre. Yep. Um, Burton will replace Luai in the halves. Yep. And uh, May at halfback. The uh, the Origin players, uh, so uh, Brian Toto, uh, Yo, Capewell, and uh, Martin, they're all named to back up. I haven't heard anything otherwise at this stage. Mm-hmm. Once again, it just comes down, it, it's, it comes down to the handbrake or anchor that is Tyrone May and the, you know, the drifting in and out of Matt Burton, he's not quite that guy that can sort of take control of a game for 80 minutes. Yeah. Is that enough to give the Warriors a chance? Look, I'm inclined to say no, but... What Warriors come out? This is the, That's the thing. You know, that's too variable, the, right? The, well, the other consideration at the moment is, you know, Penrith is still a young team. Yeah, yeah. Apicor- Apicor- is the oldest player on that team, and he's 28 years old. Yep. They're also in the bubble for the first time. They're away from their families. Um, I don't know if this is common news or whether it's come out while we were recording, 
but the assumption was the Queensland government were going to let uh, families, families travel up come up. The bubble, yeah. That's since changed. Yeah, that was actually I had that story opened because it only came out while we were talking about the news. Okay, and I just forgot to get to it. Yeah, so they've backflipped because the Queensland government hates families, uh, so <laughs> they don't want anyone to experience any joy at all. Um, so they've said, no, your families can't come. So get your joy from pumping other teams. That's it. And not your and not your, and not your wives. Or so there's a, a, a couple of variables that are going to mean the Panthers have to be mentally stronger. Um, Skill-wise, on paper, they should have it all over this Warriors team. And this is just another week where they're going to have to learn that, okay, well, without clearing the eye, we still need to step up and do our jobs. Yep. You know? Um, it's going to be rough that people like Yo and Toto are going to be tired. But if they can hold the ball, what's killed them in the last couple of weeks has been silly mistakes. If they can hold the ball and complete at a high high percentage, I think they're too much for the Warriors. I'd agree. In fact, you know, just holding the ball often is enough. Mm. You know, what I mean, just the possession and opportunities will come. Yep. Um, Broncos and the West Tigers. It's the Glen Blakely Cup. You're a cat. Four o'clock. Why for speaking the truth? Just as you say that, as you would say, as you you would describe this game, if you were like a yeah, like a a, a commercial voiceover guy, you like Sunday, one day only. It's the Glenn Blakely Cup. It's we versus me in the battle for my love. <laughs> so, it's <laughs> me. That's some of your best. So, so the Broncos side. Okay, so Haas, uh, Coates, and Flegler are named to back up. Um, Corey Pakes is there in 14. Bullimore drops to reserves. The West Tigers side. Uh, Umbai drops to the bench. Dewey at 5'8". And, uh, and how do you pronounce this young gentleman's name? Ponga, I want to say. Uh, I've, I've heard a few different people have different differing cracks at it. What's I want to say, your... I want to say uh, Pauga. 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 Um, has, has anyone approached the player to ask? Or are well, we not just, me. That's why I'm fucking just, throwing it out there. That's I guess great. we'll just have to wait and listen to what the commentator says on the day, right? Um, Michaele starts fucking, at lock. Uh, 12 drops to the you're, bench. You're white-splaining the players' names. Well done. Yeah, Glenn. Thank you for your input, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Joy? And uh, Tuki Simpkins on the bench to debut as well. So, I feel like this game for the Broncos is as winnable as like the Sharkies game. Sure, you look at the game before the, the players take the field and go, nah, they're going to lose again because they're the Broncos, it's what they do. It's in their DNA. But, if anything we've learned this year, I mean, the West Tigers are a beatable side. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome to Glenn, this week in understatements. <laughs> talk me, talk me through this game and uh, how the West Tigers are going to get away with the win uh, by scoring more points than the opposition to start with. But if we drill down a little bit further, you look at the quality of the West Tigers side and you realise there's fuck all. Um, but there's more than enough to beat the Broncos. Dane Laurie alone uh, will single-handedly cut the Broncos to shreds, and. Um, I feel like this is 
It's just got 50 all over it, and I feel like the, the Tigers will put 50 on the Broncos. I don't know if this game will have 50 total. You know nothing about rugby league, and I feel you should be embarrassed to be hosting the number think... one rugby league podcast on the planet. I don't think there'll be no, 50 fine, minutes no, worth of rugby able. league in this game. What's that, sorry? I don't think there'll be 50 minutes worth of rugby league in this game. <laughs> <laughs> As with all West Tigers game, the only thing you could actually lock in for this game is an offer to score a try after the 60th time. minute. Yeah. yeah, to score a try but after the no, 60th minute, but only the if they're losing by more than three tries. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> if they need one to actually win, nowhere. Look, I think I think the Tigers are going to win the game. Fifty, fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, the Rabbits taking on I'll the expect, Bulldogs. I'll expect the Texa. No, I'll say it on. I'll say it on the show. Everyone can hear me. If you get, if you beat the Broncos by fifty, or if you score fifty, I don't care if you win fifty to forty-eight. I'll give you the fifty if that's it, if that's the case. I gotcha. All right. Uh, the rabbits take on the Bulldogs uh, down at Seabus. Uh, the rabbits side. Okay, Origin guys all are set to back up. So that's uh, Mitchell Murray, Cook, and a uh, Gagai. For the Bulldogs, uh, eh? Are their Origin players backing up? <laughs> Fuck the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, Avisir Manifanai replaces off Hickey Ogden on the bench. Um, Josh Jackson will switch to second row. Atoni plays Locke. Dory and Ockenborn named in the reserves um, as they both re- look to return from injury. Most of the Rabbits boys, well, you know, all in bar gay guy, play for the Blues, and I think they'll be looking to take it out on somebody. Mm. Especially Latrell, and that's something we didn't talk about when we were talking about the Origin game. Latrell was very good during this season, this series, and he had his good moments in this in in Game Three of Origin. But he definitely had his cunt hat on. Mm. The roles had been reversed from earlier in the series with um, yeah. Gagai, yeah, and and he was the Latrell that got suspended after that game against the West Tigers earlier in the season mm-hmm. where he's lashed out and kicked at Garner and he's done, and he's just, he, you know, he, he had, he made some terrible fucking mistakes uh, on the field that led directly to points. Um, you know, he, and he had, he had, he had some really poor moments. I mean, he had a great, you know, he scored, he scored a great try, but, um, you know, by and large, he had a lot of poor moments as well in the game. Yeah, and, but, but even, you know, good or, or bad, there were a ton of those moments where he just had his cunt hat on and there was like mm. scuffles and this and that, you know, and he just, I don't think he's at his best when he's in that mode. Um, when he's the guy feeding the other guy and getting under the skin to the other guy, that's when he's kind of at his best. Yes. But when it's going against him, it does get to him equally. Um, but yeah, so let's hope that you know he uh, takes that uh, in his stride, looks for revenge to take it out on someone, and uh, I think that someone will be the doggies. And well, guess what? I guess we'll see if the doggies if it was a fluke. You know, their improvement they showed against the beat-up Roosters last week. You know, we'll see how they stack up against the Rabbits and, uh, you know, anything under, you know, what, keeping the Rabbits to, you know, 30-ish would be an indicator Jesus. of... Not margin, but just like total points. Yeah, that that mm. would be like an indicator of some progress, right? Yep. Or are they just going to straight up 50-burger them again? Uh, I think it's more likely to be a 50-burger. Yeah. All right. My humble opinion. I agree.
Okay, mailbag time. First question from Trotters. Fuck that guy. Oh, our mates. For both New South Wales and Queensland, who is getting their papers stamped never to play again? I think Kyle Felt is probably a certainty on the Queensland mm. side. Yes. I think Flegler yeah. is he a contender because he, he was poor. Himself. Oh, I, I wasn't reckon, that impressed with Xavier Coates either, to be quite frank. I think he'll be he'll be in the he'll be in the storm system and much better for yes, it next yeah. year, and he'll he'll go on to be a great Origin winger. I'm certain of it. And and I th- I think the, a debuting in Flegler's position gives you a grace period. Yeah, you know, pe- so. people like Cody Walker are are, yeah. ru- are treated roughly as a a one term yeah. Origin player in the halves. Yep, but I think Flegler gets a pass. Yeah, right. Um, New South Wales. I'd love to. I'd love to stamp Jack Whiten, but I just fucking think that he's just one of these Fre- guys. Yeah, some Freddie loves going to pick him. Freddie loves I'd love him. To see, I'd love to see Moses getting stamped too, but I just I don't think that's really the question because he's only there through injury, and uh, the guy who's the incumbent is not you know not particularly injury prone and uh, like young. Like of a similar sort of vintage, so it's just going to be one of these cases where he's not going to be able to usurp him in his career. And by the time that Nathan Cleary's career is sort of over, yeah, Moses is kind of going to be approaching that same point as well. Mm-hmm. So while you could stamp him, I just I don't think it's meaningful. Um, just trying to think who else to stamp. I don't know. I'm happy to. Sure, it can't be too many for New South Wales. Fuck. No, no, I'm, not, I'm happy not to stamp any other ones. To be honest, I mean, mm. Gutho goes without saying. But um, yeah, but that was last year. Yeah, I mean, and the fact he's in the sort of the squad cutting the oranges and stuff does 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 scare me because it means that you know you're only one you know brain injury away from him getting on the field again. Yeah, but, a twisted ankle on the way to get Baskin Robbins from Gutho in your side. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck. Um. Queensland have got some weird ones too. Like, you know, I look at someone like uh, like Brimson, and it's hard to imagine a place for him in the side anywhere. Provided, like, if if Pong is fit, Pong is one mm. forever. He's young as fuck as well. Ben Hunt has far more utility value than AJ Brimson does. Yep, exactly. If Harry Grant, if Harry Grant's your first choice hooker, given, and if you're not, and if he's not, then then he's he's your fourteen. Given and Ben AJ, Hunt's on the field, AJ Brimson has zero. Utility value, yeah, yeah, and then you get guys like you know, um, like yeah, Hamiso, who's who you know, he was fine, but he's kind of only there through attrition and lack of better options and and that kind of thing. So, I'm not sure if he's you know, made himself into you know, some guy who's like a mainstay or anything like that. Mm. Um, uh, Graham says Moses losing was more enjoyable than a sweep, agree or really fucking agree. I totally disagree. I love the sentiment of your comment, mate, but I, I, I disagree so badly. I wanted the sweep, I wanted the hand grenade. I wanted it for Mossy Masoi more than myself, but, you know, wasn't to be. Um, ben says, uh, the talk is that Freddie picked the halves for the future. Surely you picked to win every game. Moses has proven nothing, and Whiten's so out of form, he's gone from Dally M winner to not having one Dally M point this year. Mm. I agree 100%. You heard us. I mean, we wanted, well, I think we were in agreement to drop the South halves in, weren't we? Yeah, that's but it. Look, I don't, you know, I, you know, I just want to level with you. 
I don't think Freddie is the best coach. Jeez. I think Freddie might be an extremely challenged coach. As evidenced last year when uh, when Wayne outcoached him badly, and in game three, where Freddie had used up his entire bench with about 15 minutes to go and didn't have any interchanges left. Mm. Uh, he can be outcoached. Uh, Gabe says, who won the Nathan Merritt Award for worst origin debut this series? Felt, Moses, Bramson, or someone else? Felt. I want to say felt with a absolute yeah. bullet. Um, Dan says, uh, the South halves in, do New South Wales win? I reckon that's pretty obvious. Also, I think throwing Fanukin in for Saifidi was a mistake. Already had Crichton playing front row off the bench. As good as Fanukin is, I think we were short at least one play, one prop. Mm. Yeah, look, I could see that Fanukin was trying in a game, but I feel like, yeah, there was something lacking in his play. And maybe it was just, you know, I don't know whether it was, he was just taking too much on for himself or, you know, overestimating his ability to get over the line. Yep. But the, maybe it was just what he was being fed. But Yeah, yeah true. Um, true. A lot of origin talk here, boys. Um, Sam says, Mitchell Moses never winning an origin game yet winning a series. What the hell is that? <laughs> well, that's the way origin works. I hear you, mate. I hear you. Um, <laughs> Uh, Steven says, I thoughts on the hit into the back of Josh Adokar. Yes, I understand it was perfectly legal within the written rules, but for me, it didn't pass a sniff test. Do you think it'd become a tactic? For example, turning a player to expose his spine for a hitman that might be adopted to take key players like halves out of the games. P.S. I'm looking at you, Storm. Wow. I agree. I mean, it was like, it was so close to the verge of like a, you know, some sort of prowler sort of dog shot because it was pretty fucking, it was pretty late. And he was extremely exposed, and you could see he's worked his way around to line him up perfectly to you know hit him smack in the kidneys. Yeah. So yeah, look, look, I you know, there is I less agree. focus on those types of tackles. I remember yeah. it was like round one, several years ago, um, where you know the the prowler was was dubbed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and and rightfully so. Um, it guys are fucking vulnerable when someone's just approaching straight from the mm. back into their kidneys completely yeah. unprotected. The, um, the one that I feel goes un, unpoliced now is attacking the legs. Yeah. Like the amount of times that you see somebody, you know, lower themselves and drive into the, like the lower thigh, so essentially the fucking knee yeah. of someone yeah. in a tackle. And I'm amazed there aren't more injuries out of it. Yeah. It's fucking horrific. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dean said, uh, Moses is a bigger myth than Bible Moses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm sorry, skip the work. Don't want to do too many of these. We've done the origin talk already. Ryan says, I've seen a petition going around from Doggies fans to keep Lachlan Lewis at the club. Should they retain him and play him in the second row? Manly have done it with Schuster and it seems to have worked well. Yeah. Uh, I think Lachlan Lewis would get murdered in the second row. Schuster's a completely different body type. Completely different yeah. builds. And and not only that, Lewis has shown himself to be well and truly susceptible to getting knocked out and things as well. So yeah, I, I'd, true. I'd want him to fuck out of there if possible. Yeah. Some um, some fucking grit in him. Yeah. Like there are yeah. worse qualities you can have in a player, but Yeah, yeah. No. Um Mark says, uh, we've seen some massive score lines this season. Is there stats on most points scored collectively by all teams in one season? Well, you made me do some research on this one, and I want to say, yes, there are uh, such statistics out there. Uh, if you go to Rugby League Project, 
rugbyleague.org, like rugbyleagueproj.org, I think it is. Mm. They've got it now. So I just did a bit of a, a, a quick look up just of the modern sort of, you know, last sort of 20 years or so. And in 2001, which was the the, series, the season where Parramatta was super dominant and they got to the grand final and the Knights beat them in the grand final, that was a 15-team season. I think it was a 14-team when they brought South back into the competition in any case. Um, and yep. the, the total points scored was, um, was uh, 8,890. Wow. And an average of 48.85 a game. Uh, 2019 uh, was 16 teams, 192 games. That's what we're getting out of seasons mostly these days, you know, with the exception of the COVID one last year. It was uh, 7,585 at 39.51 average per game. This year, we will have, if we, if we have the same 192 games at the average that we are at today, which is 45.87, that'll be a total of 8,807.04. For the year, which is just under about yeah. eighty-five, under the all-time record that from what I've seen in like the modern era. So, look, I I feel like that could actually, the average could go up. To be honest, you know, per you know, you know, per game, I do, I, I think that that's yeah, that's it's only an unconverted try, yeah, per game. And, I think uh, as teams adapt, though, I think it'll probably start trending down, but. Yeah, um, there is that, but also I think that there's a potentiality that the average has been brought back a little bit over the origin period, and now as teams like the Storm and Manly get their full complements of players back. And and when teams fall completely out of even mathematical possibility of making, yeah. you know, and they get a couple of tries put on them early and mm. turn their toes up. That, that yeah. could lead to some fucking yeah, fairly fairly horrible blowouts. It's only half a half a dozen fifty burgers, and that averages that, and mm. that, it, it, they make up that that shortfall. That um, that you know may may see this as the the largest. I was surprised to see like when I was flicking through the like the last sort of twenty twenty five seasons, it was interesting to see how it all worked. Uh, like the averages around around like two thousand and one, two thousand and three, around that era, most seasons were sort of about eighty six hundred points per season yep. and then as you got towards like 2019 like 2018 around then it was more like about seven and a half thousand mm. yeah and, okay. um, and then it's sort of yeah then it picked up again yeah it's, it's not and it's not a crazy you know difference when you think of the average it's like basically six points a game over you know both sides but uh yeah no it's interesting um tim says is brad fittler actually a shit coach and has a stack of superstars making him look better yes <laughs> Would you not agree? Would you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, where are we? That's it. Almost everyone in the mailbag was from from Origin Talk. So uh, congratulations, yeah, fellas. I mean, for not using the social threads at the time, giving uh, stepdad the material he needs to uh, speak about after the games. Well done, fellas. Um, that's it for episode four sixteen. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us uh, on Twitter, Patreon. Facebook group, our Facebook page, fucking everywhere, Instagram, uh, head to thisweekinleague.com forward slash links, and you'll have links to all of the things I mentioned. Um, best way to support the show, become a patron. Uh, join our Patreon um, for as little as uh, as five bucks a month. Um, you get extra episodes, and we talk about some of the extra stuff we're throwing out to over the next couple of weeks as well. Um, can't wait to do all that sort of thing, and obviously, yeah, we want to 
build it out more and more and more as we go as well. Um, support a friend, invite your friends into the Facebook group. Uh, the growth of that group's been awesome this year. Um, where is my- can I can I just put out there as well? Yes, there are a couple of people who have requested to join that group um, under dubious identities. Now we get that there are some people that need to fly incognito because of their work uh, on Facebook. But Fucking if you're cowards. A, one of them, one of them's you, me. Or in fucking dim lighting could be confused for you. <laughs> like put, put it this way, you wouldn't want to invite him to your forty first birthday. And then I don't invite have, cunts to my birthdays. And I'm good. You know, if 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 your lovely wife had a couple of glasses of wine, Stop she might turn into his biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've asked to join that group under an obvious fake name with a brand new Facebook account, just send us a message and and let us know that, you know, you don't have to tell us why, but just let us know that, you know, you're a person. Tell us something about the show. You're a person. Yeah, and you, you're and, still and, a person. And honestly, and you know, you, you, you know your, your Facebook identity. You know who we're talking about. So. <laughs> it was a really obvious one that came up, you know, over the That's last it. couple of days. Um, before we close the show, I'd love to give a shout out to some of our wonderful patrons. Uh, John. Uh, Tonksy and um, a fridge too far. Thank you so much for How support, good. guys. And uh, we appreciate you, motherfuckers, uh, more than we can ever show. And I'll tell you what, I just like the last couple of days, you start getting real, thinking like this, this Rona shit, it's going to fuck us up again mm. in terms of like meetups and stuff, you know, Christmas time. Like maybe. You know, Queensland, you know, probably, you know, maybe could be okay. But who fucking knows? Like, Sydney's yeah, locked yeah, down. Exactly. For, like, can... Sydney's locked down for another month. Yeah, it is. And so that yeah. takes us well into August. And yeah. So the margins of error to get down like late September, early October, so fucking slim again. Yeah, they are. And even, you know, even if it's not full lockdown, what sort of restrictions on crowds and. Yeah, and this was the sort of and stuff we were prepared to work his, with last year before it got fully locked down, you know? Here's a real talk. I'm putting it out there that even if they say that flights are available, I probably wouldn't risk going down. Yeah. Well, because, that's the position we were in last year. We bought t- we bought flights last year. Yeah, but about I, a week can, later, we're like, yeah. I can't risk having to lock down whilst you're there. two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of those weeks... Yeah, that's it. ...is so. going to be... Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There'll be a poor little cunt trying to cook his own breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be right. (laughs) I'll come back. There'll be some big titty blonde living here, sleeping in my bed. (laughs) Look, he's he's got an industrious streak in his DNA, let's be honest. (laughs) Apples and trees, my friend, apples and trees. (laughs) But yeah. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And then you can make a bong out of it. <laughs> anyway, fellas, that's it. That's it that's for, us. for this week. Uh, I'll talk to you guys, uh, I guess, on Sunday Sunday night. And yep. uh, do you have any closing words you'd like to uh, leave off with? I'd like to tell Jay to go fuck himself for his uh, image that he's put it just put in the uh, Facebook group. <clears throat> I've said it once. Okay. I've said I've, it a thousand look, times. Your account. 
on be on behalf of our good friend Mr. Wars, who is not on Facebook and thus can't do it, I've added that image. Yeah, for I you. love him. I love I love <laughs> that guy. There's a thousand. It's like you. There's a thousand reasons why I shouldn't, but I still do. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't gotten zucked yet. And as I and 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 as I go in there to bestow that picture with a ha ha react, and your and and bestow your reply with a care react. <laughs> We'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Later. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.